G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's get a focus once again on the continent of Africa and such hardship that peoples have been going through, not only with COVID, but COVID just one of many deadly epidemics that have been affecting the continent of Africa for a long, long time. There's been a lot of other events that have been going on too, including the volcanic eruption in the Democratic Republic of Congo. There's been ongoing civil wars in more than one nation, but one to draw attention to would be the nation of Ethiopia. Well, let's get some insights into what happens when you're in charge of a Christian organisation, when you're charged with taking the gospel to people throughout the continent of Africa, but all these hardships work against you. Ben Campbell leads the Australasian arm of the Ministry African Enterprise. Ben is back with us. Ben, welcome back to 2020. Lovely to speak to you, Neil. Ben, all of the hardships, and they're not all happening in just one place. These are spread across the entire continent. If you're identifying some of the hotspots right now, where are the toughest places that some of your teams are working? Yeah, there's certainly a number of tough places. And I guess one of the ones that stands out to me is in the DRC, or Democratic Republic of Congo. Uh, it's it's a, a country that's been absolutely... Um, ripped apart to a large extent by around 50 warring factions, a lot of whom are actually fighting over the country's amazing natural resources, uh, one of which is an essential uh, ingredient, which is called cobalt, which is responsible for um, the batteries within mobile phones. And 50% of the world's reserves are actually there in Congo. And unfortunately, when you see these these natural resources being available, coming um, to light within Africa, um, Unfortunately, in many cases, it turns into uh, like a, a war situation, a civil war or infighting or military faction situation. When you've got all of this disruption that goes on, and, uh, and COVID is everywhere in Africa as well, but disruption on a whole lot of different levels, it's not just industry, it's not just safety concerns for individuals and families, but the gospel also is slowed by these sorts of things. So how do your teams deal with that, Ben? Yeah, it, it certainly is. Uh, so in the case of DRC, which I mentioned, we have the transport issues, to you know, to get out on mission, one side of the country and other of the roads could be blocked by, um, you know, fighting. Um, and so there's some dangers on the roads. Um, there's dangers from from warring factions, um, and even uh, around the natural devastation that Africa too frequently experiences: droughts and floods, uh, and even volcanic eruptions, which has occurred in the DRC, and it it displaces. Many, many people, um, you know, they, they come into other parts uh, of Africa, close border areas, and then end up in refugee camps. Um, and in terms of disrupting mission, it's certainly we have very patient uh, supporters, prayerful supporters who can appreciate that when we say a mission might be happening in Rwanda, 
say on the Lake of Kivu, well, we can say as well, well, unfortunately, we've had to defer that because there's a volcanic volcanic eruption which has shaken our office over there. We've had to um, evacuate the staff. Um, we've had to have, um, you know, people sort of moved into other areas. And, you know, that whole region is now sort of, you know, there's people from other countries that are there looking for shelter. Um, and so in these cases, um, we may have to defer a mission or we may have to uh, adjust it uh, to allow for the, the types of communities that we need to preach into or the type of care that we may need to provide, uh, such as in a refugee camp. So many of us would be familiar with some of the stories we've heard about sub-Saharan Africa and revival conditions. And when you hear news of all these recent crises, included COVID, uh, you can get an idea, can't you, that you've got to be able to adjust, uh, pivot, uh, change direction. As you say, sometimes defer mission and adjust the way that you're reaching out. So is there a sense here, Ben, uh, that's, and this is where I guess you'd call for prayer from Australians, that COVID could be a, a bucket of cold water on the fires of revival. Could it work like that? Well, uh, it, it certainly, uh, it, it's meant that we've had to change our evangelistic model, Neil. Uh, so uh, African Enterprise has um, traditionally over 60 years mobilised churches for, um, for mission, and they could be um, door-to-door, street-to-street, business communities, prayer sessions, or mass rallies where, um, you know, we'd, we'd turn up to a marketplace, put on a film, um, bring people into a relationship with Jesus. And particularly the closing rallies when you've got, you may have thousands, uh, many of whom may have just turned to Jesus um, and to, to, you know, get the word out there. And we've had big rallies, hundreds of thousands um, in the past in, in Ethiopia and in other places. So in that particular case, yes, it has disrupted the evangelistic model, but the gospel still goes forward because we found an innovative way of doing what we call home-based evangelism, which is seeing people gather in smaller groups, house by house, and being reached with the good news of Jesus through video, TV, and radio. Um, And that's meant our reach has been even higher in the past year than it has in previous years. Is there aspiration to pursue some of those more mass media opportunities for uh, evangelism that African Enterprise has been able to take up? Yes, there is. Uh, so in, in various countries, uh, such as the DRC, uh, we've been able to take our time on, on TV channels to provide an evangelistic message through the TV um, and into various countries. And the model uh, has worked well for us in terms of reach. It's a little bit slower for us to understand who many, how many people have made a decision because we won't have a physical decision card that someone has filled out for us to follow up. It might be a digital card or it might take a little while to filter back through the coordinators in any area about how many people have come to Christ and you know how they've connected with churches. Uh, so, uh, but we do believe that the combination of the physical um, evangelistic activities and the media um, reach that we can attain, that we have attained through this COVID period, we'll combine the two and we'll continue to look for innovative, innovative ways to get the message, message out there.
Ben, you remind us just how complex the work of evangelism can be when you're operating under conditions of hardship in so many nations throughout the continent of Africa. And then you've got compounding that to the challenges of the fact that in any one country, you've got all sorts of different ethnicities, you've got different tribal groups, different languages. It does seem like a very big and very complex task. Uh, it, it certainly is. Um, and Ethiopia springs to mind. Um, the, the country is quite different to, um, you know, uh, say a West, like a, an Australian system of democracy. It's made up of um, ethnic groups, essentially, that that, um, that that make up a kind of like a ruling party for within that um, within that country. And it, it's been traditionally some of the stronger ethnic groups have have um, you know uh, ruled to to a greater extent than. Than others um, within that region, um, and so you have uh, you have many languages. Um, you know, in Uganda, there are there are, there are multiple languages. There's around uh, from memory around fifty something languages within that particular area. Um, and then I, I found that when I was in Kampala, the capital, you know, I could walk a hundred or two hundred meters down the road, and the same word for hello would be different. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd be thinking, oh, I've just picked up a new word, and I'd say it 100 metres down the road, and they say, no, we speak it this way, here. Uh, so, you know, you see that there's different languages. Um, English is uh, a common language, or French, um, and then you have Swahili. Um, but then you might have a mother tongue and a father tongue, and often you'll find people in Africa speak probably a minimum of three to four languages. Um, so yes, you have you have that aspect of things, um, and part of our challenge, and one of the reasons we focus in on cities, is you see a, an influx of people coming from various regions within a within a country to the city to look for work. And so what we will do is we have an opportunity to reach out in a common tongue, and that's what African Enterprise does. It's all it's all local evangelists who do this, run by our offices there in that country, um, to to reach out to people in their language. Um, and then if they need to go back home to the regional areas, they can take the good news of Jesus into their local language um, and culture. Uh, so that's a, yeah, it is a, it, it's one of the ways that, one of the challenges and one of the opportunities as well. Well, Ben, the work of mission doesn't stop even when the hardships are there. And so when there's COVID, when there's any number of epidemics, when there's all the unrest that we're seeing in South Africa, when there's the civil wars that continue in places like Ethiopia, it doesn't stop the work of mission. And of course, we can't just jump on a plane and be a part of the mission activity. It's mainly happening, isn't it, by nationals who live in the nations throughout Africa and you're resourcing them. So for people listening to our conversation today, how can we help Ben Campbell? Yeah, uh, for those listening, firstly, thank you. Uh, uh, prayer is is the first thing. Pray for the leaders, um, and um, and then secondly, to yeah, to um, I guess keep up to date with what our brothers and sisters across the um, the continent are actually up to. Um, it is led by national officers. They're all they're all locals, nationals, um, and through the work of African Enterprise Australia and New Zealand, uh, what we do is. We provide the funds to keep those offices going, um, and we partner with our friends in the United States. So we have probably a bit of a 50-50 split, roughly, um, to see funds going and supporting those local offices. Um, and 
we managed to keep all the overheads down because it's only a few people in general who work in, in those offices. And the impact is so great because the teams in Africa then uh, identify uh, leaders of church communities, bring them together for meetings, and then bring that out into the wider church to get volunteers uh, to go out uh, and evangelize in, in their particular city in the region after six months or 12 months of, of training. So prayers for effective evangelism, speaking the word of truth accurately and correctly, uh, being able to mobilize um, our supporters on an ongoing basis. And I guess our greater vision is around how can we reach out to more countries? You know, we have, we have 11 countries that we're in now, uh, and we'd love to reach out to more neighboring countries that we do, that we do work in as well. You're in 11 countries in Africa. The need is prayer supporters, uh, people to keep informed, keep up to date, because things are changing and there are dramatic changes in some of the nations of Africa. And importantly, too, give generously. Uh, funds required, a few extra friends will go a long way. And uh, for those who can give a little, uh, for those who can support more substantially, the work at African Enterprise are going to be very appreciative of those funds as they go uh, to the work of mission across Africa. Let me give the website. It's africanenterprise.com.au, africanenterprise.com. .com.au. Ben Campbell leads the Australasian arm of the ministry, African Enterprise. Ben, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Thanks, Neil, for the focus on Africa. I really appreciate it and God bless you all. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 